and that's what you've got to go back to your staff. That's what you guys have got to go back to. If you can't get him or anybody in your organization to buy into that, they need to leave very, very quickly. Or you need to agree an amicable, ex an amicable exit. Hey podcast listeners, we hope you had a wonderful Thanksgiving. It's Amy here, Paul's Head of Marketing. And this week we're sharing with you another episode of the Paul Godfizio Room Show, recorded live from a recent mastermind event held in Dublin, Ireland. If you're struggling with drop-offs and wonder why they keep happening, then this episode is perfect for you. Listen in as Paul talks to a room full of physical therapy clinic owners absolutely gobsmacked about the conversations that are going on with patients inside the treatment room and why if your staff fail to understand what you're really selling, it's likely to be costing you a small fortune. Enjoy the show and you can also watch the show over on YouTube when you click the link over in today's show notes. Picture the scene, you're in your clinic, a patient has uh, finished care with one of your therapists and the patient comes out and she is adamant that you like to come back and see you and the front desk uh, guy or girl is about to take the uh, booking for the future sessions that the patient is adamant that they want and the therapist, the person that you're paying a wage to, um, in that person's wisdom decides that the therapist or that the patient doesn't need to come back for treatment. So the patient wants to have more sessions but the therapist tells the patient that the sessions are not needed. How is that possible? How is it possible at all that a therapist can make a judgment that a patient who wants more sessions doesn't need to have more sessions? Now, this is a true story that happened to a client of ours whose uh, therapist apparently turned around and said something like, it's my clinical judgment that this patient doesn't need more treatment. Now, when I heard about the story, uh, my response to that is, do you think that she's only coming for clinical judgment? Do, do you really think that she's only coming? How many of you go to a, co to a coffee shop when you actually need a fucking coffee? <laughs> How many of you go to Starbucks when you actually really need a coffee? Or do you go because you enjoy going? You enjoy the atmosphere, the ambience, the conversation, the barista who meets you and greets you and says hello and whatever else. How can, how can we be so dumb? This isn't the point. How can we be so ignorant to that? It's beyond ignorance that there's something else behind it. The people don't just come and see physios just because they have back pain. They come and see physios for a, a whole host of reasons. The more reasons that I can give that patient, the more likely that they will come back regularly. Well, who cares about the clinical judgment? Because at this point, the patient actually wants more of your time. The patient actually wants to come back and see you. Now this raises the debate that I've long since argued that people pay significantly uh, for more than just physical therapy. Physical therapy is not the only thing that they pay for. In fact, for many, it's actually the least important. How about the fact that patients want to have somebody that they can uh, talk to, somebody that can make them feel very special, somebody that can brighten their day, somebody that actually gives a fuck about them, somewhere for somebody to look forward to going because they're recognized, somewhere for them to go because they're uh, like friends or family and they are made to feel very, very special. 
This isn't just about clinical. It can't be, it never can be. In the history of any successful business, it is not about the thing. Where's Apple's multi-billions come from? Is it really the iPad? Is it really the phone? Where is it? It's, 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 that's one thing. What else? What was the real, real growth of Apple? What was it? Identity. You bought an Apple product in the 80s and 90s. It was a screw you to IBM. It was a screw you. It was, I'm different. It was, we're the cool kids. I'll buy these products almost as a statement of defiance against big corporate America. That the people who buy Apple are cool. The people who buy Apple are different. You've had the campaign, that, that's what kicked it off. They realized that people were buying Apple products, not because they needed a new phone or they needed a new iMac or they needed a new whatever. It was any excuse to say, I'm different to all of you. If I've got that Apple Mac in my home, I'm very different to you all. It had nothing to do with the processor, nothing to do with the, the fucking screen or whatever. It was a statement for which they were willing to pay twice as much to make. That's the genius, read up on Apple. That's, that's what it was, that's what it is, still to this day. The cool kids, the different kids. He created that. He created a, a, a thing bigger than the thing. But people bought it for another reason. And that's what I'm trying to get across to you. Nobody goes anywhere multiple times or makes significant purchases with the company just for the thing that they sell. If that was true, every one of you would be wearing the cheapest clothes, buying the cheapest cars, flying on the cheapest possible route. There are so many other reasons that you buy what you buy. We cannot be the only profession in the world that thinks that all we do is sell the actual thing. There isn't a single company on earth that is successful that trades exclusively on selling the thing, even Apple, one of the most successful companies in the planet. Ultimately, its success is not built on the actual products. It's built on the feeling that's created when somebody buys the products. The feeling of, of being an Apple customer, being different, being a genius, being one of the, uh, you know, the, the different ones, if you like, that was the marketing campaign. And ultimately, people bought Apple products, not necessarily because they need Apple products, quite simply because they wanted to be an Apple customer. They wanted to feel like an Apple customer. They wanted to be recognized as an Apple customer. And that is significantly more important to them than the actual product. And the same principle needs to be applied in physical therapy. If you've got ridiculous PTs with their head so far up their backside in clinical uh, research and uh, you know, quoting white papers at patients, saying that they don't need any more uh, sessions, when patients actually want to book in, then I'm telling you now, they're absolutely losing sight of the thing that your company should be about, which is significantly more than any physical therapy. It's about making them feel special, it's about making them feel good, it's about being an insurance policy, it's about uh, helping them to value and take pride in the fact that they value their health, the maintenance of their health, the protection of their health. It isn't always about restoring their health, it's about significantly more than that. And if you focus on that with your patients, your physical therapy practice will absolutely soar. And if you've got uh, any of your staff who do not want to buy into that idea and they do want to speak all about the research and they want to cite their professional opinion uh, more than the actual feelings and emotions of their patients and they care more about the patient's bank balance than how they feel, you need to get them out of your practice as fast as is possible.
And that's what's got to be communicated to your staff. That we do significantly more than just put fucking fingers and thumbs into ligaments. Listen to it. How stupid does it fucking sound? What we actually do versus what I've just said we really do. Which one got you most excited? The prospect of somebody walking through that door, Paddy, welcome home. Series of chemicals, makes you feel a million dollars. This is worth my money alone. The fact that you do happen to stick your fingers in the right place on my foot, that's just an added bonus. What we do is so basic and so, it's just boring. It's so, it's, it's, a, it's a much needed, valuable thing. But what we really do for people and can do for people is significantly more. And that's what you've got to go back to your staff. That's what you guys have got to go back to. If you can't get him or anybody in your organization to buy into that, they need to leave very, very quickly. Or you need to agree an amicable, ex an amicable exit. Thank you for listening to the Paul Goff Audio Experience. If you like what you hear and you'd like to find out how to convert more cash pay patients at much higher prices, come and join Paul at his two-day annual sales conversions bootcamp happening this December 7 to 8 in the magical Orlando. You'll learn how to double your treatment room and front desk conversions in just 48 hours. Head on over to paulgoff.com forward slash sales to secure your seat now.